Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start. On our bachelor. Bachelor. Hello. Hello! And welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. The Bachelor Australia. Bachelorette Australia, even. Everything. Podcast that asks the question, did the three most interesting men from this cast actually live in the first two episodes? Is that what happened? Let me see. My well, eyes I mean, me? this is injustice for uh, whoever Nick is, <laughs> because four men did go home. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My name is Max Quinn. Uh, shrieking and sputtering like a bottlenose dolphin is Xavier Abetsky Noonan. And hi, Xavier. <laughs> Wait, let me try and like. I, how does it's he do so, that? Like, I don't know. There's, I think that this is going to be an episode full of mouth noises, listeners. I, mm. I'm real sorry about it. Yeah. Making her first appearance here on the BOH pod. She is your gossip correspondent from the So Dramatic podcast, curator of columns and vibe merchant for Women's Day, Who, NW, Marie Claire, Yahoo, Girlfriend, Cleo, the list goes on. It's a huge Bachelor of Hearts. Hello to the truth. Shillin, tea, spillin, sage, scorchin, secret, squirrel. <laughs> Megan Pistetto is here. Hi, Megan. Hi, what a glowing review introduction. <laughs> I don't know how much of that is true. <laughs> I was wondering if we could start with our favourite topic here on the podcast, exorcism. <laughs> we talk about it every week. Do you? <laughs> no. Oh, I was like, <laughs> coincidence. Yeah. No, it's such a common thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were excised this week. Yeah, like fresh yesterday. So I'm fresh off my exorcism. Talk to me about what happened. So, as you know, I had a crazy stalker, she who shall not be named. I'm mm-hmm. trying not to speak about her anymore because I don't want to give her any more airtime because she seems to thrive off. Whatever I say, it's just giving her more Understood. ammunition to just troll me even further. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had an exorcism this week. This uh, psychic to the stars reached out to me and I'd been trying to get in like a, an appointment with her for years and she reached out to me. I gave up. She reached out to me and I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, help me. <laughs> and then I told her everything that was going on and she's like, you have so much bad energy around you. Let me help. So then she – it took her four days to clear, wow. to rid me of the bad energy. My goodness. So I must so, have had a lot of dark shit around me. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> she had a work cut out for her. Is this like a proper exorcism like like the, like the in movies and stuff? Like- no, well, I'm calling it exorcism, but she, it's just like an energy clearing, an yeah. evil mm-hmm. eye removal. Mm-hmm. So she gets, I don't even know what, she's just smo- smoking shit and like, I don't know. There's videos on her page. Like it's pretty wild, but I've done energy healing for like a lot of years. So Mm. I'm super into that stuff. But she's like, oh, that's like shit compared to what I do. So like give me the strong stuff. I need all the help I can get. Yeah, So I'm feeling better. That's good because it's kind of been like a wild year for you. It's been fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Can I swear on this podcast? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, um, Non-swear words are discouraged. My mum's like, please stop swearing on your podcast. It's so unattractive. I can't help it. Um, Yeah, like this is is a rocket ship of Mm. um, launching a podcast and finding a community and then like pedestrian and now to love milking your podcast for all that it's worth for their (laughs) websites. Where's your head at right now? Are you? It's I, it's World Mental Health Day. Is your mental health okay? Like t- TBH, no. Like yeah, yeah. I've like not really been. You can probably hear it back in some of my episodes. I think I don't know if I just pick it up, but when I'm listening back, I'm like, fuck, I sound like you can tell like I'm not okay. Yeah, but it's it just happens so quickly that. Mm. Everything and I'm doing it on my own, so everything just happened really fast. It's a lot of work, mm. and you know when you start a new business or a new job, there's a lot to do and to get your head around and stuff like that. So yeah, and it did blow up overnight. I thought the first episode, I'm like, oh, I hope like you know like 20 people listen. I hope like my family, like more than just my family, listen. Yeah, yeah. And it did blow up, so I wasn't expecting that. So it was kind of like a year's worth of work to do in like 
right. a couple of weeks. So yeah. it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so. And like as that has, has progressed, are you sort of like, fuck, what do I do now with it? Um, Like I know what to do. It's more just like I need like to pause time for two weeks just to catch my breath and just yeah. sleep and just yeah. like mm. I'm just – yeah, it's just been so much work that I haven't been sleeping. I haven't been feeling the best, but mm. I've still been having to push through and like keep posting and like everyone's expecting me to, what's the goss? Like, of so course. you can't stop. Yeah. yeah. So I've basically had no life for two weeks and I haven't been looking after myself. So that's my priority this week, just to sleep yeah. and yeah. go to the gym and just, yeah. Sleep. I cleaned my house yesterday for the first time in like two months. It mm -hmm. smelled like a morgue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling good. Like, yeah, just little stuff like that. It's really important, but. Yeah. It blew up so quickly. I had no choice. No one teaches you how Keep to deal going. with that stuff, right? Mm. Like oh, I see it with, with bands that we've worked with all the time, you know, through, through the radio. Like there's all of a sudden everywhere, these artists. And it's like, well, shit, like no one told me that I was going to be face to face with this. And particularly in like what you deal with, which is like your business and other people's business. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Well, essentially like it wasn't just starting a podcast. It was like starting a business. I had to For do sure. all of that back end. But the biggest thing's been trolling like yeah. i've been quite badly trolled which has been you know it's a lot to to deal with and i've never been in the public before so right. i haven't yeah. experienced that and usually like i'm writing as a ghostwriter for like new ideas sure. like my name's yeah. not even on the articles yeah, so yeah. you can get away with saying whatever you like and so it's been confronting putting your like your face and your name to these like articles because yeah. people come for you right i think that's yeah. why a lot of people do like have disguises like they don't want to put their name to these articles because it's mm. tough. Like people really pick you apart. But they're also like, I'm like, what are you expecting when you come to this? I've been very upfront about what yeah, it is. Right. It's gossip. It's lighthearted entertainment. It's a bit of fun. Mm. They the come name. and they're <laughs> like screaming at me, yelling at me, trolling me for not living up to their expectations. And I'm like, that's yeah. not what I'm here to do. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm here to dissect reality TV, which is in itself entertainment. It's lighthearted. It's not real life. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. And what makes me excited about this episode is that, um, I mean, what Zave and I do is so much is just like talk about the 90 minutes of a TV show. And we go, how is this show constructed? What are the complications here? What's the narrative that the show is trying to tell? And then at the end of it, we're like, ah, TV, goodbye, see you later. Mm. It's and TV. Yeah, like your show to... Uh, the extent that people are so interested in these people goes beyond the 90 minutes. And I think that like that crossover is like, is what has made me so excited to have you on the pod. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think as well, even the name of the podcast, they're like, yeah, this is sure. clickbait. And I'm like, it's called so dramatic. <laughs> if I come on here and don't be dramatic, you're all going to be disappointed. So yeah, yeah. I think you just really need to not let that, because it's always that the people that don't like you that speak out. So you you got to remind yourself that there's to every hater, there's like 50 people who love what you're doing, who For aren't sure. speaking out. So it's just, you've got to remind yourself of that. Right. And like the, the hate and the trolls and the people in the comments section are always so much more visible because it's so much easier to project a negative mm. opinion, particularly online. Mm. Yeah. So before we jump in, Megan, let's talk about where we can find you on the internet, how we can engage with you, how we can be very nice to you <laughs> on the internet. Five star reviews only. Um, <laughs> so on wherever you get your podcasts from, um, Instagram at Dramatic Podcast. I'm desperately trying to get the So Dramatic Podcast handle. I've emailed the pe pe people that have it like oh 50 God, times begging them. I'm, I've offered them thousands of dollars. I'm like, just yeah, give right. me the fucking handle now, bitch. <laughs> she has 80 followers and she's uh. in like California and she's doing like, I don't even know if her podcast is still running. I'm like, mm. please. Can I please have? Please, I'll pay you. So yeah, I'm trying to get, so it's Dramatic Podcast. Um, Where else? Oh, Facebook. I've got a Facebook group, a little community there. Mm -hmm. That's just So Dramatic Podcast when you search. Yeah, that's about it. Beautiful. Fabulous. I wonder if now's the time to get into it, to begin our recap of uh, The Bachelorette Australia Season 6, Episode 1. We've got two Bachelorettes for the very first time. We will get there. We've got half an osher. Are they, where are they half from? Half an osher. Are they from the city? <laughs> I... They're from Parks, <laughs> but relocated to Newcastle, which is like a coastal version of parks yeah yeah, yeah. well they make it very clear that they're country girls they said it like every <laughs> second word we're from the country country date country rose i was planning it. to throughout the week when i watched these episodes i was like i'm gonna go back in rewatch and count, count. the number of times tally. yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god did you see when they walk when they first started they had literally 
they did a camera piece to a street sign and it said Bogan Street. I did see that. Oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, that was so funny. I wonder it's how so they true. feel about like just that angle of things of being like, because obviously it's reality TV and they kind of need to create a pretty rough sketch of what they're like and what they're about. But I feel like the main way that they have been characterized is just like they're from the country and they're like bogus. But they literally yeah. had the word. I'm like, <laughs> very insulting. So we begin with Osher Ginsburg all done up in a tux and an undercut. And he welcomes us to a very special season of The Bachelorette, promising double the love. And in a worldwide Bachelorette first, it's sisters doing it for themselves. Our bachelorettes are Ellie and Becky Miles, a couple of country sheilas, <laughs> yeah, looking for a few good blokes to take back to the paddock. Mm-hmm. And look, if you ask me, they're already right up there with some of the the country's most famous siblings, right? Like you think about Jess and Lisa, the Veronicas. Sure. You think about Kylie and Danny. Uh-huh. You think about uh, Kyle and Jackie O, very famous Australian <laughs> siblings. Um, who else do we have here? Oh, Lockie and Irina, the twins from last season. <laughs> Don't know about that. I'm going to say like the big banana Stretch. and the big prawn. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> They'll come up again. Yeah. Uh, we're just a couple of normal chicks, they say. Just a couple of ferals. Just a pair of Medigliana's digging through the garbage and trying to avoid the undeniable sexual chemistry that they have with Darren the dog, they say. How much do you think that Fraser, if we can just start here, looks like Darren the dog from The Ferals? He's an exact double. Who's Darren the dog? Okay, I'm going to show you the um, TV show The Ferals from the late 90s. It's a bit of a throwback. Also, side side note, like Becky and Ellie actually called themselves Ferals. You didn't make that up. Yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) No, they actually said we're Ferals. Have a look at this. <laughs> Wait, I remember this. What show is that? This is The Ferals. Was that on like ABC Kids yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I used to have nightmares over that dog. Yes, yes, <laughs> totally him. Yeah. So Fraser is the nightmare dog from TV. Yeah, We've really gone down a rabbit hole. There's here. so many lookalikes this season. I've oh, got there. A li- yeah, I've got a list because when we were we have the live thread in the Facebook group and everyone's like, he looks like this. So I've got a list of them. I'm going to make some galleries, but Please. there's a lot of content. Yeah, <laughs> there's heaps of content. Um, we're going to get to um, Ryan the dog guy. Have Very you noticed that Ellie Miles looks exactly like Becky Miles? <laughs> <laughs> Just out a few years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is the trope alarm that we were talking about right at this right at the start. The uh, country sweethearts. Mm. You know, um, the Medigliana wants a wife. And Megan, <laughs> I'm wondering how you felt when you found out that Ellie and Becky would be the Bachelorettes for this season. So underwhelmed. Yeah. Mm. So disappointed. Cried into my pillow. Because <laughs> obviously, just, I think, as you said, it's like not their first choice and it kind of feels like it got scrambled together a bit last minute, right? So COVID, obviously, it was confirmed it was Shana Burgess. Yeah. I think everyone thinks that's a rumour. It's No, it was actually Shana. They were definitely a last resort and Ellie they said to Ellie that she couldn't hold the show on her own. So they brought the sister in to give it that element of like, because the sister, obviously she can't hold the show on her own either. I don't know how much she's adding, but I think it was just the excitement of let's do something different. Let's be a world first and have sisters. So Right. The focus is definitely on the fact that there are two mm. of them rather than either or both of them as individual people. Right. And I think even to get like Osha was saying, oh, they're two very different women. And I'm Mm. like, no, they're pretty much the same person, if not like two halves of the same person. Right. They have yeah. Osha saying that so they don't really have to show it. Like they're just they're just hoping you'll take his word for I'm it. I'm just underwhelmed. Yeah. And so I'm like bored. two episodes in, I feel kind of the same way. Like I didn't feel anything for either of these women that was particularly like compelling. I didn't think there was a great story attached to either one of them. But mm. it is now like we've COVID pivoted and we're like fucking save a horse, ride a cowboy, really dialing up the yeehaw. I think they used to do a bit more like set up in the first episode of just like the narrative of how the Batchy got to where they are. And, yeah, true. You know, what point in their life they are or whatever. Uh, there was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> really nothing. They like It, it started at, like basically just them marching into the house. I don't think we even got any backstory on Becky. No. Like, what no. does she do for work? She's like, her job what is d- Ellie's sister. What does right. she do for work actually thinking of that? <laughs> They I didn't don't, say. Yeah. yeah. It no was like, knows. I was on The Bachelor and this is my sister. Yeah. Which I wonder how she feels about that too. It's just like, I'm a person of my own. Like, <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. I have my own interests and, right. you know, I also like the outdoors, which yeah. by the way, like we just got <laughs> done with a fucking season long ad for the Shooters and Fishers political party. <laughs> I don't, 
I don't I don't know if I can stand another 12 episodes of this. I love that they're like, we need to give them some personality. So we'll have them say the thing about how they like to go outside. <sighs> I know Lockie sees them enough outdoors to last a lifetime. Right. Yeah. Make yeah. it stop. Yeah. I don't I don't want any more of that. I want you seated indoors having a conversation. The thing is, though, with COVID, like it's much safer to be outside. So True. That, that's the idea. It's a good point. I was thinking, oh, they just go to like a nightclub where everyone else meets guys, but obviously right. can't do that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, the first thing that we learn here is that the girls will be all up in each other's business all season long. Two women, 19 guys, one incredible dolphin boy who we will get to. Question for the group. How, when you are selecting an intimate partner, how involved do you usually make your blood relatives not at all not at all yeah <laughs> it's usually takes a little time before they're brought into the equation yeah it's a bizarre vetting process that i'm not um i'm not sure if i'm entirely here for incest batchy so we had yeah. bogan batchy with locky this one's mm. incest batchy because <laughs> yeah i think the interesting part about it is hopefully they will be able to kind of have some interesting discussions about the men and that kind of thing but it's like they're just not doing that yeah like, it seemed, and we'll talk about this a bit more, but like there are possibilities that are raised by this format that I think they've completely ignored. Mm-hmm. The other thing that really strikes me is how quickly the men separate into the two camps. There seems to be no like, I'm not really, like there's almost no like, I like I'd like both. to speak to both of them. Yeah, I would have liked I... to see more of that, like yeah. love triangle between them. There was one, but they cut it out. They didn't really show it with Harry. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a bit more of a love triangle. He, he cho- chose Ellie and then went to Becky and like, Right. I don't know if they're COVID pivot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're like trying to simplify the show by doing that or something, but it seems like that would be the reason to do this. Mm, That would be juicy. Yeah. Well, like on the New Zealand Bachelorette, which is, um, you know, which aired last year and I think is the reason that they're doing it here, there was a lot more of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Every couple of episodes, they were kind of checking in. There was a lot of like just the boys hanging out, having a chat amongst themselves and being like, you know what? Like, I went on a date with. with one of them, and I'm, I don't know if I was feeling it, so maybe I'm going to, like, switch teams Oh, so you got to actually date both at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. now it's very distinct. There's no crossover. And it's because it's sisters, right? Because it would be just so Imagine, much Imagine, like, if you hooked up with one, they crossed over, and then, like, you, she actually chose him, and then it's like, now it's my brother-in-law is my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my oh. God. I mean, I hope that happens, because that's how this season gets good. No, it does. <laughs> Spoiler, it doesn't. I mean, we would hope so, but obviously Channel 10 just continue to disappoint us. Yeah, yeah we're playing well. it very, very safe. Mm. So next, some standard batchy fare. Ellie and Becky arrive looking very glammed up and Osha promises to be the celebrant at the double <laughs> wedding that they're going to definitely have at the end of the season. Can't wait to definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're also introduced to a shocking new twist. In a worldwide Bachelor first... The country rose will be wrapped in a checkered tablecloth. <laughs> Wait, are you are you sure it's the country rose? Country rose. <laughs> well, someone in the Facebook group was like, they said, I thought he said country roast. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably would have been better. Yeah, yeah, look, I object. Badgering the audience. This is so much with the country <laughs> stuff already. Mm, mm. Um, and if truly, if it were going to be a country rose, it would be wrapped up in like, not knowing how to process your own feelings. And then also like Sundays spent watching the boys play footy and get on it and hoping that he doesn't get in a biff this time because he's actually a very nice man. He just gets a bit punchy when he drinks. (laughs) So the first man to arrive is Ryan, the dog guy from last season. Back to bark another day. He looks exactly like him. He's so similar. His name's Sam, right? The, the actual so, yeah, It's this... like an Italian version of the Aussie dog guy. So he's the Italian dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Every country has one. <laughs> they all look identical. Did you see him pull the salami out of the box? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. He had a big salami in that basket. Did you know that? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I don't Maybe it wasn't shown. He I don't had think a, it was. He had a big salami in there and they didn't show it. He pulled it out. <sighs> okay, so that makes sense even a more opportunity. Right, because this guy's brought along a giant basket with some red balloons tied to it that are supposed to represent his love of traveling. Mm-hmm. I think it was just to deliver the salami stick. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I love to travel. <laughs> like, but there's also nothing quite like traveling vertically up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam's not going to win. He gets marooned on some trees before he gets even into the fucking mansion. <laughs> he hits a telegraph pole. <laughs> But maybe the terrifying dog called Fraser is going to win. Um, He wants to meet the love of his life. He says he's looking for a new challenge. 
Is the challenge working out which one's which between Ellie and Becky? <laughs> Didn't he say, I just wanted to see what opportunities come out of this? Yeah, fully. Mm, That's yeah. what he said first. That's a red flag. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he <laughs> spend more time on that. I Instagram followers, blue tick baby. Yeah, <laughs> so Ellie describes this man as, uh, hello Christmas. Um, and a quick shout out to Yom Kippur while we're here. <laughs> um, do we buy it? Is this the winner? Is this Ellie's boy? I actually think he is. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to know why? Tell us why. He's blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> and so is Ellie and Becky. So I think that means he's won. Yeah. Okay. There's he a seems real to be getting framed that way. And mm-hmm. he got the winner's music. Yeah. He got the f- solo photo shoot. I mean, yeah. sure. let's yeah. just pack up and call it a day. <laughs> is this Put us new... out of our misery. <laughs> That's the end of the season. That's what you're <laughs> Is this the new move though? Like if they're uh, the winners, if they're the batchies, they're just going to block you? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They don't want yeah. you to have any of that, that good Lockie gloss. blocked me. Ellie and Becky blocked me. Woof. <laughs> Fraser. But then I think Pete wins for, spoiler alert, That's just it's just a guess. Yeah. Pete wins for Becky is my prediction and he hasn't blocked me yet. I mean, okay. I have a check today. Maybe he has. Have a look. Have a look for <laughs> Pete. Have a look for Shannon. I don't see that there are any other big competitors there. I'm shocked to learn that we're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, Plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly it's time for A.B. Abdul, um, who dances in speaking French and describing himself as a polygon uh, because he speaks five languages, which is definitely not what that means. Polygon is a... (laughs) It's a five-sided shape, It's a five-sided shape, shape. that's correct. Um, Wait, no, it's not even five-sided. I think it's just a shape. It's a shape. There you go. Um, Now, look, Zay, you're fluent in five languages. Listen, please. Okay, uh... Australian English, mm-hmm. British English, <laughs> uh, uh, wider UK English, right, yep. US English, mm-hmm. uh, and Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> wow, I'm not even fluent in English, so <laughs> in any, good for yeah. you. But look, each and every one of us has watched enough of this show to be fluent in fuckboy, I think. <laughs> true, yeah. very true. Um, and it's good that that's the case because there are a, a bunch of them on the way, beginning with this like... Not AB, we should say. Not AB. AB's, AB's cool. Pretty yeah. charming. Yeah. I'm devoured he left so Me early. Too. He was like the best one on there I feel yeah yeah and he was like fuck this shit I'm out yeah like smart boy (laughs) right 100% and the way that he did it was super respectful I think and like kind and you know like get on TV do some backflips reject the bachelorette and get off I know what an arc I think he just wanted to go on to do his dance for for Australia (laughs) and get off he wanted to show off the thing is he's gonna get in like step up movies (laughs) him and Ivan should collab for sure I wanna see that TikTok (laughs) Yeah, so next we do get this, like, Hillsong fucking kick drum and a little bit of, like, temper trap noodly guitar. And there's just, like, a montage of middling men, you know, like a long-haired man called Andrew and then a man called Trent. Trent. Thinking about how uncomfortable that is to say. Trent. Think think about what your tongue does in your mouth when you say the word Trent. (laughs) Yeah, he's got to go home soon. There's there's not much there for me. But he shows up in, like, Phantom of the Opera... uh, Oh, he had the mask on, yeah. yeah. This is the beginning of this pattern in this episode where someone will show up in some kind of crazy outfit and they never explain it. It was like a fancy <laughs> dress, but we didn't understand what the theme was. Right, right, exactly. Because obviously there's going to be like gimmicks and stuff that people will come out with, but a lot of the time they at least get five seconds to say like, this is why I'm doing that. Or like, they'll make a pun or something. They like, gave us no context. So we're yeah, just like, yeah. like, he's this creepy dude in like a fucking weird hat. A weird hat and a weird, <laughs> a weird mask, mask. Or like <laughs> a weird cricket costume. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, like a private school boy. Oh, yeah. do you know, it's dodgeball. Oh. Yeah, he used oh. to play for the Aussie dodgeball team. Is that what a dodgeball... So look, Channel 10, don't give the context, I will provide it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's required reading. I didn't realise dodgeball was such a prominent sport, though. No, me neither. I didn't realise it was an Australian dodgeball. Like, it feels like it should be the Jamaican bobsled team. Like you know, the like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. it looks like he was going for, like, dodgeball chic, but it definitely... <laughs> Came off as He's like, like, I've glammed it up. Yeah, if Billy Madison went to an elite Sydney boys school. <laughs> Would be sick if Billy Madison. there was a scene in this series where everyone was just chucking shit at him. <laughs> you <laughs> see his moves in action, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, Nick shows up. He's fresh from the valet. Um, we <laughs> take a massive step down from pro wakeboarder James, um, who has like the little circular ear piercing, um, into the um, cacophonous steampunk feather fedora nightmare called Adrian um, before finally we're shot with a man with a bow and arrow. Yes. Now, who is uh, another great man. Jake. Another wonderful yeah. entry into this. He's dressed as Mardi Gras Cupid. <laughs> this is such a big choice. 
yeah. to dress like this. Talk and, about and how your heart's feeling right now. I mean, he's very hot. I'm yeah. very into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what he's doing there. And, and, and I think, like, it's not a move that has ever worked. Like, that type of completely in character, totally <laughs> not taking it seriously or... I mean, I don't know. Does that count as taking it seriously? Is it like a big shot or is it just like, I want to be something that people talk about for a week and then I'll go home? And I don't know. I think I know. Tell us. He's from Melbourne. Uh, he goes out a lot in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know Revolver? Revs? Yes, I sure he do. He spends a lot of time there. I've done some digging. Yeah, sure, okay. Sure. I think he just came off like a four-day bender from Revs and rocked up at The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to change. Yeah, right. Okay. He was on some fucking acid trip or something and he's just rocked up in his <laughs> like, outfit. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, look, I was here for it. Case I was solved. Like, yeah, he <laughs> gives this like recited speech and is like so camp as he's doing it. I was yeah. just like... You know what? This is such a rare sight for this show for someone to. I mean, I guess Kieran was kind of like that before we realized what Kieran was like last year. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be seeing Jake on like f- the face of Mardi Gras or on like a Mardi Gras float next for year. Sure. For There's sure, there's definitely something there. 2021 with like hundreds of roses all over the <laughs> thing, even though he didn't receive one. Just throwing on the out show. rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's Harry. He's next. Um, Megan, would you like to see a picture of Harry when he was in high school? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Look at this sweet. Oh dog my god, he looks like Andrew school. G. He does. Oh, true. Wow. Separated yeah. at birth. You know how he also looks like David Campbell. Oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Fucked thing about Harry is that his son's name is Xavier. Oh yeah, oh, which is cute. my name. And he also said that he has glasses. Are you his son? <laughs> is well, it you? I am five <laughs> <Hot> years <twist>. old. <laughs> um, so he describes love as the most amazing thing and asks Ellie and Becky, "Why are you here?" <laughs> Same. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, Shana Burgess was originally going to be on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the same question that the rest of Australia is asking. Why are we all here? <laughs> um, he also owns something called a hobby farm. What is this? Do we know? Well, he's got a work farm as well, but he didn't uh, want to right. talk about it. Then he's just got one that's just for fun. <laughs> just for play. I don't know when a farm's ever been fun, but yeah, each yeah. their own. Next is uh, Shannon, um, who blows a conch and summons a haka, the New Zealand ceremonial dance most commonly associated with battle. Yeah. Um, and Sends Shannon, an interesting signal. Yeah, it seems like an interesting contender uh, in the war for Becky's heart. My partner, Evie's favourite. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I feel like I had complex feelings about Shannon, and we'll mm-hmm. get to them in the second episode. He gets... He he doesn't... Like, I mean, I think we talked about it after the first episode, and then after the second episode, some other stuff happens. <laughs> Do you like... Did you see how Becky laughed, or Becky and Ellie were laughing at the Harker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was cool. What's no, going I'm on like, there? It's the Harker, not the ha-ha. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, because it's like, you're meant to take it very seriously. Right. Yeah. I've got cousins who are Maldi, is that how you say it? Yeah. I always mm-hmm. say it wrong. Mm. And... Like you should not be laughing, right? <laughs> if they, yeah, very serious game face on, and they were like, ha ha ha, look at this, right? It yeah. is. I mean, I. It's probably not our place to talk about it, I guess. But I like I've heard people talking about like the cultural appropriation mm. of like you know using that in other contexts or whatever. Um, it's a bit weird. I mean. Because I think it's just being used as shorthand of, like, this guy is from New Zealand. Yeah, like, and he's like, I love my family, I love my heritage, I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. I was like, I was kind of like, cool. I'm okay. here for him doing it, but, I, yeah, just the way that they respond to it and within that context. I they took the piss out of it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't yeah. fair, it wasn't nice. But then we get Saj, who I loved. Oh, I love Saj. This is one of the better, I want to go out there and say this is one of the better, like, red carpet arrivals that I've seen. For sure. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he uh, brings with him a rug. He is a personal trainer who has really good energy. I think mm. invites the women down to hear stories from his childhood. I love this. Like, I really expected very little from the like bio that we read last week. But, yeah, like I just like that he sort of created a moment of quiet and like uh, intimacy. Yeah, yes, and and just like with the two sisters. Well, <laughs> he didn't have much choice on that. Yeah, you know. yeah. Like we talk about representation on this show all the time, and like why there aren't more people of color or whatever, and like. Watching the um, Afghanistan-born Saj mm. after Mr. Polynesia Shannon, both talking about like culture and family, and both being kind of like legitimized as romantic partners for these women. Mm, that's true. Good job, show. Yeah, yeah. That's true. At least yeah. it's a step. Like it's a we're making progress. Right. Like yeah. it's a start. Yeah. Like we've had uh, people. They're of color. trying. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and there's a, a bunch of them on this season who are or were you know um, 
in the case of AB, who's not on the show anymore, but like people of color who are, you know, it's good for the show to have that kind of representation. Different ethnicities. And they're kind of, they're not necessarily just being instantly put into a box. Yeah. 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 Four Italians represent. Yeah. (laughs) Huge Italian (laughs) representation. It's true. Um, And then we meet Damien. Mm -hmm. Uh, He kicks off another montage that also includes Mr. Italy, Rudy. Oh, I love Italy. I love Rudy. Love, <laughs> love Italy. Italy. <laughs> love Ru- I know. I was trying in my head just then to picture who's Damien. Damien's that one who looks like he's screaming internally. Oh, got- Dam- hot Damien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he- that was so funny. Your-, your tweet about that. Yeah, he looks like he was not wanting to be there. He's hot though. <laughs> yeah, he is hot. I he's agree. like a Ken doll hot. Yeah. Yeah, I have a grudge against Damien because... A grudge. When, yeah, I do. I have a strong grudge against Damien and all Damien's because as a person whose name is Xavier, that's what my name gets misheard as over the phone. Oh. oh and on coffee cups you get Damien. Yeah. Mine's Except, Beck. Oh, yeah. Meg Beck, I'm really? like. Yeah. I don't understand, but yeah. One time I did get called Labia. Labia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's my name. <laughs> don't wear it out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also in here, geologist Adam, um, who I thought was quite sweet talking about his rocks. So hot. He's mm. really hot. So hot. Hunky, yeah. and I like that he just digs deep into the like rock talk, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, but that doesn't matter. Uh, and that really was a nice good. little... Yeah. He yeah. had some big words that I will not try to say here again. Oh, God, Repeat. no. Replicate. Yeah, I don't absolutely. want to. You know how he looks like? Uh, do you ever watch Sex in the City? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> the absolute hunk. Yes. <laughs> he looks like him. Yeah. So hot. Uh, and Smith. Fabio, he's just, yes, Smith, he's just like f- like flicking his hair everywhere. Yeah. So hot. Beautiful in the second episode. Yeah. What a babe. And uh, they did well. Speaking of babes, it's finally time to meet Samuel. You want to play some sound effects, Dave? <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> I don't know where to start. So this is the, this is the first we hear of him, and he's introduced like off screen. Like we don't make contact with him. We just hear this sound from like out of the blue. It's so creepy. I'm it's like, so oh, is weird. there some equipment malfunctioning? Literally out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, this man's phenomenal. Oh, he's incredible. He looks like every second boy in the Australian music industry, but um, <laughs> with one key caveat, Zavi. Uh, he honks like an angry goose. Uh, he does a guinea pig noise. He does. Like. He's so weird. And then he kisses like a dolphin. Yeah, he does the full dolphin kiss. <laughs> and then it rains down. What a weird. Perfect for beautiful... their farmer what's a wife themed batchy. Yeah. Sure. Should have kept him around longer. Right. Yeah. I watched the go here because at the start I was like, this is working. Yeah. And then he says in confessional, I'd like to do some more dolphin noises later on. And I was like, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if Cut. he did some cow noises or sheep noises, they might have kept him around. Right, That's yeah. True. You just got to perfect that bleat. <laughs> the other thing about him that I didn't really realize on first watch, but then friend of the podcast, Eilish, pointed out yeah. um, that he says, this is something that I like to do for my mum. Before he does the like dolphin mm. kiss thing or whatever. Mm. And like that didn't really stand out to me until she mentioned it. And then I was like, what does that actually mean? Like you do it regularly for your mom. Like every morning, like every time you see her, you're like, oh, mom. Serenading his <laughs> like, mom with a dolphin sound every day. Yeah. And to meet your potential new partner and to be like, you're going to enjoy this because my mom does. <laughs> it's like kind of a weird. Yeah. You're going to enjoy this because my mum does and it's like a murder mystery on Friday night on the ABC. (laughs) So nice of SeaWorld Nara Resort to rent him out (laughs) for the season as well. Um, Next up is 25-year-old Joe, a labourer who has already done sex stuff with Ellie. (laughs) So Joe comes out and he's just wearing like fucking regular clothes and I'm like screw you yeah. yeah everyone else had to like spend hours in like hair and makeup and like buy a suit or rent a tux or whatever I mean and... if you look like that just yeah. look up naked right I guess yeah <laughs> this is kind of it especially if she's already seen you naked it's like what do you stand to lose <laughs> what's the point yeah yeah, yeah 100% and they're like what are you doing here? Mm. What are you doing? It's like that scene from The Lion King um, where Simba and Nala finally reunite after all these years, except probably less sexy, do you think? <laughs> you know what I've noticed? I don't know if you guys noticed it. When he arrived, Becky was like, how do you two know each other? Like, do you know him? And acted like yeah. surprised. But later in the show, he was saying to her, oh, he said to the other guys, oh, yeah, I do know Becky and Ellie from Newcastle. Right. Yeah. So... 
Hello. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, boys met the family. Scandal. Mm-hmm. Cover up. How does something like this happen? She requested him to go on. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, how do they do that? So they say to the bachelor, bachelorette, like, have you been seeing anyone? Is there anyone you know or you've dated that we, you would like us to ask to come on? Which uh-huh. is fair enough. Like, yeah. if there's someone you're kind of interested, it's never really eventuated. Like, why not get sure. them on the show? It's a good opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but like, she denied it. So. Okay. And then everyone's like, fake news. But it's like, why would she admit that? Yeah, like, exactly. it's, a, it's yeah. a secret. It's yeah. a production secret. And particularly secret. at this point. Like she's under contract, she can't say yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they asked if they wanted him to go on, and they put him on. Wow. Mm. Okay. Cool. So, so it's she like did the know. Stew thing from Sophie Monk's season. Yeah, and yeah. I think mm. there was other people that have done that as well. Yeah. Who else? There was other people. Oh, Cass Wood and Honey Badger. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you know, yeah. They dated like yep. it's yeah. pretty common. Yeah. Um, it is like you do kind of feel for the other people who are there in a way where it's like I mean it's kind of the narrative of these episodes, but it's like. Well, why did they even bother showing up mm. right. if, if this is going to happen? Why bother doing the show? Just go back to Newcastle and date and figure it out and let us have a fucking another bachelor. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. The thing about Joe is that he gives like confessionals like he is um, doing an interview at halftime at the footy. <laughs> oh, true. You know, like, Which is like, funnily how Honey Badger became Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I want to give her another go, give her a red hot crack, you know. And strangely, there's zero credit paid to the boys, which I've... <laughs> Mm. Found very odd, but we'll get to the boys in a second. <laughs> so that's it for the cast. We've got uh, four personal trainers, two extreme sporters, half a construction site, and a dolphin. <laughs> Are we impressed? I don't know if I'm, I would say impressed is the word. It's like a circus. Yeah, yeah, truly. In the best way. I mean, it sounds good in theory. I don't know if it's translated, though. Yeah. It makes for a good night one. Because a lot of the time in night one, if there are more actual contenders, it's kind of just boring because you're just, like, meeting actual people. But I feel like they cast too many of the... You know how they put those guys in to just be fun and... What are they they called? Like the... Like filler. Yeah, filler guys just to give a bit of, like color yeah so they can make the whole cast is like that yeah like kind of a freak show <laughs> right right and like the more that they ham that up the less interesting people that they end up having for paradise exactly. the worse yeah. that it is for the show in the long run well i almost feel like the temptation is to reduce the amount of setup they have to do for future seasons of paradise they can just be like oh you were the guy with the weird hat <laughs> you know like <laughs> give them the characters yeah. Yeah. yeah because like odds are this season i think they kind of knew was not going to be viewed as much yeah and so i think the idea is maybe mm. like these are people who we want to introduce pretty quickly because they're not going to be like the big stars of future seasons of paradise yeah whereas we want to get like people who like ranked higher or like I mean, I don't know. I always feel this way at the start of a season and then we get to the end of a season. I'm like, this is my favorite person. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. um, so most of the drama for the rest of the episode really just comes from this Joe and Ellie thing. But first we have to get to the country rose, um, which is the rose that... Wait, are you sure it's the country rose and not the... Country rose. <laughs> or the country roast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's the rose that Osha has uh, wrapped in a beautiful tea towel from Target Country. Yeah. <laughs> the gingham. Like, <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. It was bad, wasn't it? Like the, the way the rose works is that the man who gets the country rose then gets to choose which other man is coming on a double date with himself and Ellie and Becky, taking all of the agency away from the women. Yeah. But it's also like the... The special rose, the event rose, whatever it's called, is usually kind of useless in the long run anyway, but it will at least create some stakes for the first couple of episodes. Yeah, that's true. But I think in this one, it doesn't even really do that. Yeah. Because there's not an, there's not a lot of time that they spend thinking about it. It kind of just happens. They did it before they even spoke to any of them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They did it off first impression. So yeah. Weird. And yeah. also, why did they give them their own rose each? Yeah, I one don't know. to share. It's like so diminishing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> share this rose. Like, how, share this guy. It's weird. <laughs> So the country rose goes to high school Harry, um, who ends up choosing Shannon to come along with him for the date. We'll get to that. But uh, we have to cover off the back half of this episode first, which really lacks spice. The only interesting thing, I think, is that AB does a bunch of backflips and (laughs) Samuel keeps making noises. And there is a cute bit between uh, geologist Adam and Ellie, where Ellie's hanging shit on Matt Agnew for being a, a oh, star yeah. boy. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, there's nothing of note. Um, and the people who go home at the end of the rose ceremony are AB, who rejects Becky's rose in a bachelorette so first. So iconic. It was the yeah. best. It was great. Yeah. So good. Do you, ha- do you remember what he said? No. 
<laughs> I think he said, unfortunately, I cannot accept this I cannot accept this rose. Yeah. What else did he say? He was, like, just not feeling it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you're not the girl for me. Mm. Oh, they yeah. cut so much of that out, by the way. Yeah, like, right. a lot. Ellie actually went outside as well and was they were trying to beg him to stay. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And but they didn't show like, it. he was not here for it. No, not cool. here for it. He said they weren't up to his standard. <laughs> Fair sick. enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope, you know, he knows I hope, what he wants. Yeah. I hope he finds someone who is up to his standards. He seems cool. <laughs> I know. They let the coolest one go. If I was the producers, I would have been begging him to You'd stay as so well. He so mad. And then... He was a good character. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then the other good character is um, Dolphin Samuel. Who uh, I've learned left the show to uh, star alongside Paul Hogan in a modern <laughs> reboot of the movie Flipper. Wait, they're rebooting Flipper, but Paul Hogan's still in it. Paul Hogan's still in it. Yep. Six. And then after that, he'll be going on the Cove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just have that as your ringtone. <laughs> Every time I get a text. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good of uh, as good of a eulogy as I think I can give for that man. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's time to move on to The Bachelor of Australia Season 6, Episode 2. This is the photo shoot episode, Episode 2 of every season. <laughs> Sense the excitement in your voice. Oh, boy. And How many of these have we talked about now? I think this is maybe our, like, 16th one or something knows? like that. The only thing they change is what publication the photos go to. Right. Yeah. And as each publication swiftly gets sick of <laughs> doing them. Or each publication closes. They well, have to yeah, find yeah, someone yeah. else to like, please put these photos in. We'll pay you. They're like, look, we're only a quarterly now, but we will technically use some of our pages on it. Yeah, it's There's gonna no go one into left. like the TV Australian week. financial review or some shit next. <laughs> Here's my first question. Is Osha in this episode? No. 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 Is it because no. obviously he's away for a lot of this season? Are we there yet? Yeah. What's the team? He was Should only I... he was only there for the first ep. Yeah. And I don't know if he comes back for the finale. I don't actually think he would have made it mm. with the COVID thing. But we had a bit of like a tiff on Instagram about this because I said that he wasn't. He was only in the first episode. Yeah. Mm. Possibly coming back at the end. But they made the boys read out his lines yeah, and right. stand in like very specific camera angles. Like you stand here and read it out here and look here. And they made the boys do like a lot of as if he was their stuff. Yeah. And so I put that in the podcast and I posted about it on Instagram. And then he commented underneath saying exclusive, like the sassiest comment. He was like exclusive. Actually, I am in every episode, Osha today. <laughs> but he wasn't there. And I wrote back like in person or edited in and he, yeah. didn't, he didn't reply. Mm. Well, yeah, because I, I listened to Cocktails and Roses, his podcast that he does with Alicia, and he was saying that, yes, he's not on set for a lot of it, but they, quote unquote, like found a way to get him into the episodes or something. Yeah, Which I think. you he, think either he's edited in or like, you know, they'll cut to a laptop screen that's showing. No, I think they, he recorded it after and they chucked it in. But yeah. it's yeah. just like. Why not just own the fact that it was COVID? He got stuck. Like right. they should have crossed to him or had just someone else. Especially because like, that's what yeah. they did all of last season. Like it's not like they're trying to hide that COVID affected. Yeah, things. yeah, and like we see throughout Don't these episodes, us. people in masks, and yeah, I feel very stupid. Tricked. Yeah, yeah, we all remember. <laughs> but you could tell when when he left, when the contestants left. Usually, Osha says talks to them and like sure. walks them out, and he yeah. j- they just showed themselves. Right, yeah. right, exactly, yeah. yeah. I guess the idea is that the previous season was the COVID season and then f- for this one they're going to try and just sweep it under the Normal, rug because yeah. yeah. then, you know, on template or on rewatch or whatever, like it won't, because it's not necessarily part of the narrative. Yeah, true, you've got those streaming perpetuities to think about. Mm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. would have been like, fuck you, Osha, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up, we're on the beach wearing shoes. Harry does the flannel under denim jacket and Shannon does the flannel under brown fleece. Are we signal anything here? What's what's happening? Are we did you think these men might be going to the country? Is that oh, what's happening yeah. with this flannel? Yeah, they were like country, 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 country. Beach shot. <laughs> like I was so confused. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, uh, and we're flying to the country in a helicopter, and we love helicopter dates on this show yeah, because getting like, it in early. Yeah, there's nothing like listening <laughs> to people talking about being high in the air. Literally, yeah. every time there is a confessional on a helicopter date, it is this confessional. You ready? We're in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're so up. I could see all sorts of things, <laughs> mostly just the tops of them. Yeah. Um, Harry yells, "Chopper, you!" Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, is also how fans of Australian cinema from the 90s have been known to greet Russell Crowe. 
Uh, Shannon does some like cheesy, flirty, boring stuff where he's looking at Becky all romantic, like in the sky. So sleazy. Yeah, yeah. it's gross, isn't it? He well, wasted yeah. no time. No. I I was really shocked, and I guess it'll come up again as we talk through this episode. But how much kissing is going on? Mm. There's it's it's pretty smoochy. Like it's early, and it's very like kiss forward. I guess we'll we'll see in there. Kiss forward, you fucking brood. You you know what he reminds me of? I don't know. Like I said this in the group, and someone's like, "That's very specific." Uh Personal Mm. experience. Mm. He reminds me of the guy in the club who comes up to you, is so drunk, and he's like. I'm going to marry you. I want you to be my wife. Like yeah, full wow. on yeah. trying to kiss you, trying to marry you, telling your friends that you're the, like, he, that he's that dude in the club. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, that's, that's kind of what struck me is that his mind was made up. Yeah. And, it, and it's within this context of like, there's two women here and we're trying to get to know them or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm sold. Chuck you know? wants to tonguey her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fully. Like, and you know, uh, we are Calm down. staunch <laughs> proponents of mad tonguies here on the BOH pod. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But there's a time and a place. Yes. And it's not like while you're midair. Stay in your lane. Yeah. 100%. And they've got their like little headset mics getting in the way and stuff, which I was. Also, <laughs> there's two people sitting next to them. Imagine right. like making out in front of your like family. I know. With a guy that you've just, just met. met. Yes. It's so funny how like kissing at a cocktail party is such a huge deal, but like. For some reason, kissing next to the sister in, in the helicopter. Very confined space. Yeah. Ooh. We're like strapped into it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we're like on a farm and we've got cowboy hats for the boys. And at this point, I'm thinking like Ellie and Becky, if you want to see a bunch of poorly dressed bros in fucking broad brims, <laughs> go to brunch in Bondi. You know what I mean? Like save yourself the flight. We'll just go back to parks. <laughs> like they're trying to emulate the parks environment within the confines of the Bachelorette. It's like, why are we even doing this? But they're trying to emulate parks environment with a bunch of blokes from Bondi. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Are you? Uh, do you want a Bondi dude or do you want a guy from parks? It's like, yeah, there's like a real metamorphosis happening. You know, like parks and recreation. Is that <laughs> is that bad? All right. Um, but it's also okay. So uh, so parks is obviously pretty. Like far away from like the city. Yeah, far away. <laughs> I don't want just like there. seven hours. <laughs> but but it's not like farm. Like they don't live on a farm, right? Yeah. That's the thing. So my ex boyfriend's from Parks. I've uh-huh. been there. I know it well. Mm. It's in the middle of nowhere, but it's not like a country. I mean, it's a country town, but it's not a farming. Yeah, right. It's not like. I don't know what's it's that like place a, in the middle of the middle of Australia where they've got all the cattle and stuff. It's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like people just have a farm, like a property, yeah. not like a farm of cattle. And I don't, I am right because like, you would think like the farm date is a way to, or like this type of date is a way to like see how they will handle living in the environment or doing the lifestyle or whatever that they have. But really, it's kind of just like what would happen if they got their shoes dirty or whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> but they live in Newcastle; they don't even live there anymore. Right. So it's like. Okay, well, let's just see what they can do when we go home for a weekend to visit our parents. Like, yeah, stupid. yeah, yeah. It's what they so should silly. do is just like go to a gig at the Hammer, right? W- witness some fights down whatever that street is, King Street. Yep. Yeah. Hey, there's plenty there. Also, listeners, I want to say if you're thinking about purchasing a cowboy hat, which I sometimes am, mm-hmm. like I, I've, I'm thinking about it, but I <laughs> you have to go the whole hog. I think like you've got to go the Cuba. ten gallon. You mean yeah. like tall? Like big, tall, or like with the brim curved up, like mm-hmm. none the of the country this... western one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, don't give me any of this flat brim bullshit. You I'm know? thinking Pharrell's like, big yeah, tall. <laughs> yeah. You you're stealing valor, and you're not even doing it well. <laughs> Make sure you get a feather and some goggles on it. <laughs> <laughs> Becky uh, teaches Shannon to crack that whip, licorice whip. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon makes some more objectively bad jokes that he laughs at. Uh, in confessional himself. Not only is he the man from the club, I think that um, he has been conditioned <laughs> to think that he is humorous. <laughs> and look, I feel very seen in this moment, you know, like it's like looking in the mirror to a certain extent. Uh, I found the whip cracking to be some of the more interesting stuff that happened here. Not that they were especially good at it, but I was just like, this is kind of finally unlocking something about these people. The secret, they- a hidden talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's more depth to them. Yeah. I love that they're like, they're country girls. And then neither of them have clearly cracked a whip <laughs> before in their lives. It was, um, reminded me of the honey badger. He's yeah. a certified whip cracker. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Ellie and, and has, she's not having it. Daddy has. Daddy has. <laughs> My dad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, the first task involves a cattle rancher named Gary, who is wearing a proper cowboy hat, I noticed. Um, and I'll summarize what happened thusly. We can save questions for the end here, okay? <laughs> um, so Haz meets Gaz, and Gaz says, Haz, raz these mookas up through the blue faz. Thanks, Haz. Bye, Gaz. Very simple. No questions. Moving on. I got nothing. <laughs> Excellent. So Harry and Ellie have some alone time on a batchy couch. And Harry's got a son. They're 10 years apart, it turns out. And Ellie is worried that Harry has... Wait, not him and the son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ellie's Ellie's stressed that Harry's done all the stuff that she wants to do already, which is a fair concern. Well, all she wanted to do was, what, go to Greece again? Yeah, she was like, take <laughs> Sorry, me back to Mykonos. Yeah. not going to work. <laughs> and Harry's flatly like, no. Take one for the team, bro. Go to Greece. Get on a yacht. Um, meanwhile, Becky and Shannon smooch it up. And on So Dramatic this week, Megan, you said that things got quite steamy oh, yeah, between them. What happened? Their kiss was so sloppy. They had to do it again. <laughs> like, they had to redo because it was too much. Probably too R-rated for wow. yeah. 7.30 time slot. Yeah, I mean, like, there are kids. And <laughs> we can't be seeing that much of the... The mouth. Like I said, situation. he's that dude from the nightclub. Yeah, yeah, that's the true. Sloppy, sleazy, mm, I don't, keen dude. I want to like him, but yeah, there's something to be said for someone who is too keen. Yeah, it's a turn off. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, probably we feel good though about Shannon's trajectory moving forward. Look, I like Shannon. Yeah, I mm. like him. I just think. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Like, pull it back a little bit. Play it cool. Yeah. Don't be so desperate. Because I think so there's a lot on. of space for that later in the season. It's just a bit jarring too to much, see it Too much too soon. Yeah. 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 And, like, from both of these dudes in different ways, we'll see it from Harry in a minute, there's, like, a, both reek of desperation in different ways. Mm. You know, like, when Harry realizes that he might not be getting a rose. Yeah. The whole situation is, like, you know, this this enough desperation in this show later. What we need for you is just to chill, you know, mm. and accrue your Instagram followers and it will be fine. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> uh, next uh, photo shoot date. Here it is again. 11 dudes, two sisters, Becky's boys are first up and everyone is dressed as our big things, including a man who is dressed as the big prawn. I'm from Ballina, New South Wales. Xavier, are the producers speaking to me? I feel like I feel like between the son named Xavier and the big prawn making an appearance in this episode, <laughs> this is like weirdly kismet that both of us are being represented so Who well. am I? Who are I you? Wonder. I mean, there's um, four Italians. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm the salami stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to Photoshop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we do love Aggie, who is dressed as the big prawn. He doesn't really get like a lot of confessional time. He... Doesn't get a lot of screen time in these episodes. It's just good to look at. He's yeah. pretty. I want yeah. the number of his hairdresser. Yeah, for sure. He's uh, one of the top two best looking big prawns from Ballarat. <laughs> <laughs> top two. <laughs> uh, look, uh, we have mixed feelings about everyone else. We love the big prawn. Sure. Um, this is by far the funnest photo shoot I think we've ever had on yeah. on this. Like, I is think it really? The boys are really by leaning. Far? I think so. I think they're really leaning I into like it. I like that they... Oh, what about when Tim was the... The crab, though. Oh, no. Last year was way better yeah. With yeah. when Wazza oh, stormed Wazza off. Well. Yeah. In the chicken suit when he... St- that I was iconic. I like that they have learned the lesson from the Wazza experience that they should have really dumb costumes. Like, they should <laughs> yeah. push, push even further towards that. And, yeah. like, I think most of the men handled it pretty well, which is similar to how we saw it on The Bachelor. Like, everyone kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Even yeah. the one of them who had to dress up as like a, like a man. man. It was Steph. Steph was great. Yeah. She was really good. Bring her back. But uh, I think like the more that they lean into this and make them wear stupider and stupider outfits will create a really strong divide between the stupid outfits and the like good looking hot people. Because then you also have, <laughs> is his name Joe? Who like s- reveals in- incredibly in the last moment that he has like sick abs. Oh, yeah, oh that's, Pete. Oh, it's Pete. Yeah. It's yeah. Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pete he had like an eight pack. Yeah, right, yeah, is ripped, and he's the guy who ends up kissing Becky um, behind the cowboy hat. Yeah, this that was, was a smooth hot. move. It's yeah. a yeah. fucking it? great smooth move. cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah. I mean, this is the country dude that we need to ride all the way to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this is. Uh, I think that this is maybe the winner for Becky. I think so. Like. Mm. They're just the portrayal that they've given him. Yeah. He's yeah. just a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. What do we know about this man? Was he, because he's from a- Adelaide, question mark? Yeah, he's from Adelaide. He used to date uh, uh, like a prominent Adelaide Channel 10 
news weather presenter. <laughs> the more adjectives you like, can <laughs> <laughs> That was a Prominent long description. Adelaide, Prominent Channel Adelaide 10, Channel 10 News, weather reporter. <laughs> presenter. <laughs> He's a cafe owner, according to cafe his bio. Okay. He seems quite successful. Yeah. Sure. I think that's cool. Uh, I think the best thing about him is that he's quiet and stays out of trouble. Yeah. yeah. Which is always kind of who the winner is. Yeah. That, right. Like Chelsea, she was quiet, yeah. stayed out of Harlan, trouble. Same situation. Yeah. yeah. But he seems like a bit of a catch. He seems nice. And mm. sad that his previous thing fell apart, whatever. But like, good for you, Pete, to be here now. Yeah, he's a divorcee. Yeah. So obviously wanting to settle down. Yeah, mm. he's ready for it. He mm. doesn't, I mean, maybe uh, maybe him and Harry can get together. And <laughs> I wonder. Mm. Raise Xavier together. <laughs> <laughs> Daddies. All right. <laughs> Ellie's first photo shoot is a beach situation. The boys are dressed as jellyfish. Joey's got a big peen. We saw yeah, I noticed the big peen. Oh my god! But second to that, did you see him in the photo? Fo- his professional photos after that? No. For the cocktail party. Mm-mm-mm. So we did a gallery in the Facebook group of all the looks, and one of my amazing <laughs> listeners he critiques all the looks. Love and that. oh my god, his penis was hanging hot like touching his knee Christ. in the photo wow. and i'm like is that an optical illusion like is it just the way that the fabric is there like the i was i literally zoomed in and i was staring at it for like 10 minutes because i'm like is it the fabric or is that physically yeah so he's yeah well, he's he's well, well endowed yeah good for joe breaking, breaking news Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and geologist adam does the beautiful thing that we talked about before where he's like looking fabio hot and shaking his he hair is around. so hot yeah. he's when a he lets beautiful it man what a great was, reveal to have and he was mm. just sitting there doing nothing and i'm like that's fine just that's, yeah. you know yeah. your place stay in your lane just yeah. <laughs> stand there and look candy. pretty yeah. yeah because when he does do something in a second he comes off as really like gross and funny and <laughs> jealous so what happens is, is that fraser gets the solo date with ellie and they're like down in the mines, having fun with mind stuff. And Fraser is like, is he seems like he's into it. The weird thing that he kept doing was like pushing out his butt as he pushed down the dynamite. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was an odd one. And then, yeah, geologist Adam does all these confessionals about like, that's not even how you do it. That's not how you detonate a, an explosive. I should know. <laughs> not even approaching it with technical proficiency. <laughs> Which one's the explosives handler? Was that AB? Uh, it was somebody who left. Oh, no, it was uh, Jake. It was Jake. Yeah. 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 Jake. Oh, is he an explosives handler? That's his career yeah. is explosives Oh, handler. I literally just thought that he was like a dancer or something. Yeah. Right. That's what I would have, what I would have thought ah. too. I think he works in the mines. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's the canary. Multi-talented. Yeah. Mm. Good man. Um, bring him back. <laughs> So the story that they're trying to set up is uh, Joe's jealousy of Fraser. And I think that the show is going to push this like right till the final episode. Yeah, I agree. They seem like the final two. Seems too good an opportunity to pass up. Right. And like it's, I wonder how much they're going to hate each other. And if we're ever going to get to like Bella and Irina levels of drama on this show. I really hope. Let's talk about Adrian now because he kind of gets the shits and storms off here. I can't remember who it is that he's watching is the issue. Watching Becky? I don't know. Yeah. But he's just like... Was th- he was watching Ellie, but I thought he was one of Becky's dudes. Me too. It was a bit weird. Yeah. No, was he getting angry? Oh, no, it was the kiss. He got angry at Becky's oh, kiss with Pete. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Right, I yeah. Think. They absolutely need to have like a little name tag or something that yeah. just shows like, which one they're interested in. So I can Even now I'm like, oh, which one was him? <laughs> Well, that's yeah. the thing about Adrian is that obviously on night one, he's incredibly recognizable because he's wearing that, the stupidest yeah. fucking outfit I've ever seen in my life with that hat and goggles. But then when he takes it off, like I was like squinting at him being like, I'm sh- I swear I've seen this man somewhere before. He and need- it was the steampunk dude. He needs Aggie's hairdresser. True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, he was wearing the hat because he wasn't really. Bad haircut. Yeah. Why do so many of these dudes feel so blah? Well, because of every other season of this show. I think they've run out of guys to cast, honestly. Mm. Yeah. They're I'm, scraping the barrel every year. What are they doing? Because like worse. some of these men are definitely like pulled from that same like pseudo influencer incest pool as like, I'm friends with the guy from Married at First Sight or whatever. They all know someone. It's mm. what did I call it? A reality TV pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you've got to be friends with someone to get on TV. It's right. so yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, Aggie and Damo are actually friends. Oh, really? Yeah, and they Off the show. Yeah, they hid it from the boys in the house. I don't know why you would hide that. Like, yeah. just say you were mates. Like, it's not a big 
deal. Yeah, Joe but, literally yeah. walked in and was like, hey, yeah, nice exactly. to meet you, everyone. Guess what? <laughs> the- yeah. Exactly. So they hid. The- it was weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to seem like clout chasers. Yeah. Like secret alliance situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's now time for a cocktail party where uh, the tension is whether or not um, Adelaide, Dad, Country Rose, Weatherman, <laughs> Harry uh, will no, get any Pete. attention. <laughs> <laughs> from Ellie um, It's a big no She palms Harry off um, Because she wants to um, Spend more time with Ute Root and Boot Joey She wants to go to Mykonos Basically Yeah Essentially She's yeah. ready for uh, She's, she's ready for a return trip. flight yeah. mm-hmm. The other thing That we learn Is that Becky is a pseudo steampunk Because she seems to be interested In this She's um, really on board Around the world In 80 Days Adrian uh, Who gives Becky A necklace In the shape of a heart And he follows it up By saying my favourite thing that was said this season, which is, yeah, it's in the shape of a heart. But the best, the best part of that, I think you buried the lead, is that he then explains why it's in the shape of a heart. He's like, <laughs> well, the heart in many cultures represents love. Uh, <laughs> like, pretty sure that's all it represents uh, in every culture. Yeah, I think we understand. <laughs> what a dipshit. Like, it's so ha- funny how he's like, um, it's an amethyst crystal. Right. I'm like, the only <laughs> fucking crystal this guy's probably seen is like meth crystal. <laughs> Seriously. What an incredible reveal that the steampunk guy is also like a hardcore crystal dude. He's like yeah. selling crystals like on the side of the road in Byron. He's, <laughs> like got, a, he's got a market store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know like four of them. <laughs> I um, power my marvelous machine with this. <laughs> <laughs> And also, how little do you think of this woman that you have to be like, it's a heart. Heart means love. Yeah. <laughs> because we're on a love show. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Christ. But Becky's all about it. She's like, heart means love. Oh. Oh. And she loves that Ado wants to be vulnerable. Um, and maybe this is like something for us to be conscious of going forward for no reason that I can explain. Yeah. Look, there's... There's nothing here between them. I don't think he's going to be someone oh, who gets sent home. I disagree. You reckon? I think he's going to be. I said my prediction. I think he'll be top two. Interesting. Him or Shannon? I think. Wow. I felt like they had a strong, a strong thing connection. And also, he's going to be the because he was so angry in that photo shoot. I'm like, they've put that in there for a reason. Yeah, they okay. want to maybe make him like the scorned ex or Ooh, something. Oh, I kind of love that. Yeah. And then, like, he turns out to be hot and nice and we see him in paradise when they film that. I thought that. you were going to say and then it turns out he's next year's Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> the first Bachelor season that's done on, like, manually hand-cranked cameras <laughs> yeah. or something. Imagine that. That would be really <laughs> scraping bicycle. the barrel. Fully. Truly. There's uh, now more of this thing with Harry who, um, having struck out with Ellie, um, tries to schmooze in with Becky and Shannon. And this was so funny. He keeps yelling at them saying... The double date combo, like he's just like wound down the window and he's ordering at Red Rooster <laughs> drive through. It's like double date combo, original crispy chicken and uh, big glass of desperation. Thank you. That'd be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, but Becky is not here for it either. And the stakes are like, is Harry going to be going home or is it the beautiful angel called Jake, the only other man in the cast with a semblance of maybe a personality? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it is indeed Jake. Who goes home? I don't know who that leaves us with. We, I feel I like know, we've they're... just got this cast of like half, like half of them could be interesting men who might make suitors for these women, but we're going to have to weed the garden pretty quick here. They usually keep those interesting freaks around a little bit longer <laughs> and they've just not given them any airtime. Yeah. Right. And that's like, I don't so, know whether that's the choice of Becky or Ellie or whatever. Producers. Yeah. But it's there like is... there's not much entertainment left. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just I the good-looking guys Rudy left. Rudy is lucky enough that he is getting an edit beyond just wearing a sash that mm. says Mr. Italy. Like, <laughs> I he love Rudy. Yeah. yeah, me too. And he's very good-looking. So good-looking. And looking. he seems charming and, like, you know, he's like... I love his accent. Yeah. Oh, it's so thick. In the in that like first promo that they released, the best part is when he goes, and now everyone, Alien Becky. (laughs) 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 Bless him. But I don't know, maybe he's the last like truly popping, interesting like Oh the um David Attenborough dude. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know how he's still around, but he's he does good like talking heads, so maybe that's why he's Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. The, like, ginger yeah. dude? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, they, they've just figured out that he's going to be they a good need him. commentator. Yeah. 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 Literally commentator. redhead to represent. Sure. They learned their lesson last <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> Underrepresented. Mm. 
And that, with that, is going to bring us to the end of another episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Megan Pistetto, thank you so much that for coming so in quick. and joining us. I yeah, know. It was I'm like, so don't fun. Make it, don't make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, look, uh, I had the best time. That was really nice. So yeah, fun. So I'm not used to doing long form, but it was really fun. Tell us uh, where we can go once again to find you on the internet. How can we engage with you? On Instagram at Dramatic Podcast. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you get your podcast from, you can listen to mm-hmm. me if you haven't had enough of me. Um, and Facebook, join the Facebook group, So Dramatic Podcast group. Wonderful. And if you know the person who has at So Dramatic Pod- Podcast oh, on yeah. Instagram. Spam yeah. their page. Yeah. I already had two people contact her because she wouldn't reply oh, to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? And they started talking to her. And I'm like, tell her to reply to me. So, yeah, spam her. <laughs> Go to Dramatic Podcast, not So Dramatic. It's so confusing though. I'm like, give me that bloody handle. Yeah. And, yeah, if you have any goss. Hit me up. Yeah, we got to get in those DMs. Put on a pot of Dilmar. We'll go from there. You can tell us too if you like. <laughs> <laughs> off, 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 Mike. Uh, Megan, thank you so much for coming. Thanks really for having me. It. It's been fun. Another friend. Look, we've made oh, another friend. We've made another friend. Add them to the uh, calendar. Add them <laughs> to the calendar of friends. Uh-huh. That's I yep. organize them by the date that I met them. Uh-huh. And I go through all my <laughs> own calendars, my old ones, when I want to remember when I met all my friends. Yeah, usually I'm like Ross, Rachel. <sighs> Megan Pistetto. Why did, how'd you meet Ross and Rachel on different days? Yeah, I know. It was weird. They were on a break. <laughs> you watched um, part of an episode. Christ. Look, that's um, that's it. What do you What do you want to say to them? Uh, oh, to the people who are listening to our yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh-huh. I want to shout out to the Zaveheads. The Zaveheads. For tuning in to specifically what I have it's to say. It's a faction that he has created. Yeah. There's some people who what listen to the it? podcast that are just tuning in for me. And I oh you got fans yeah yeah uh, like hundreds cool. of thousands of them oh mm. wow that's yeah, so yeah impressive it's yeah. pretty cool yeah wow. um but you know there are also probably some people who listen just for Max I don't know I don't doesn't seem to have emerged as a thing but I just want to say thanks to them as always uh, and uh, you know we actually did come here and make friends so if you'd like to be friends with us please join our Facebook group uh, the Bachelor Pass Osh posting. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BOH Pod. You can find me on socials and Twitch at Xavier RN. And my dear friend, colleague, and uh, what else are you? Bandmate? What else? Uh, yeah. Um, PA. PA, PA, personal assistant. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, editing podcast guy. <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. I wear, wear a lot of hats. You can find me at. Uh, Worrell Filliams. Mm. Mm, what about mm. that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm at Max Quinn, wherever you go. Uh, listeners, hey, we love you. Goodbye. Just one hope.